Continuing the Gemara on Daf Samach Aleph, we're starting from the bottom of Samach Amud Bey's last line. We said in the Mishnah, Matsudas Chayav Oifes V'Dogim Yeshvem Gezel Mepnei Darkei Shalom. That is another thing Mepnei Darkei Shalom Chazal Mersakin. That when someone puts out a trap and captures an animal, even though when you capture such an animal like that, a hefker animal, it has no kinyan on it. You haven't made any kinyan on it whatsoever. But we say, we don't let anybody else take it. Rabbi Yaisi said in that case, it's Gezel Gomor. So says the Gemara, uh, so says the Gemara what does that mean and what's the Machlaikis? So says the Gemara, it depends on the case. So, if we're talking about a, a trap that has a box or a trap that has a net, Something that has a kli, something that has a, an inside to it, it's like a kli. Then everybody holds that it would be gezel daraisa. Because since it's your kli, a kli has a din like a chotzer, and therefore it would be a din of gezel, it's like you own it, and we don't need a takanas chazal in that case. Kipligi, whether it's daraisa darabonon, is belachi vikukuri. If it's something that doesn't have an inside, Rashi says like a fishing rod or something like that, where you catch, or a rope, where you catch the animal in a way that it's not actually on a kli at all. So in that case, the Tanakhama says daraisa, it's not gezel because it's not yours, but it seems to be a biaisiel. In this case, it would be gezel daraisa. It's not clear why, according to Rabbi it is gezel daraisa. Um, it, 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 again, it, Rabbi Yaisi says over here gezel gomor. In the next case, we're going to say that it means Gezel Gazem Medivrehem. In this case, it's not 100% clear in the Rishonim if Rabbi Yaisi is holding Gezel Gomer Medaraisa or Gezel Gomer Medirabonon. What's the difference if it is Gezel Gomer Medirabonon? What's the difference between the Tanakam and Rabbi Yaisi? Hold on, the Gemara will explain. Because in the next Salach, we said the same point. Metzias Cheir Shetavakadam, we said is Gezel only Mipnei Darkei Shalom. Rabbi Yaisi says Gezel Gomer. On that, Amar of Chista, Gezel Gomer Medirabonon. Even according to Rabbi Yaisi, it's only Medirabonon. So if that's the case, says the Gemara, the Mainaf Gemino. So then. What is the difference between Tanakama and the Yaisi if it's supposed to Rabbanan? So it's more Lahoitzi Bidayonim. Do we take it about take take it out from someone who stole it by Dayonim with the Bezdin? According to Tanakama, it's a dark shalom. You're not supposed to, but if you do, we're not going to take it away. According to Yaisi, it's Gezel Mamish, and therefore if you go to Bezdin, they will take it away. So again, just going back to the previous case, it's not clear when Yaisi said by the case of the fishing rod, it's Gezel. Does that mean Gezel Daraisa Mamish? What does he, that case also mean Gezel Devraim? Not hundred percent clear from the Gemara. Next case we have is Oniyamanakif Bereshazayis. So we said if he's banging things off the tree, so in that case everything that falls down also he did not make a kinyan on. So we have over there also that is Gezel Gazo Gomor Medivrayim. Gezel Medivrayim. The darkest shalom tana. Imliket v'nasam biyad. If when he picks them off the tree, puts them in his hand, then Arizel Gezel Gomor. Because then he actually put it in his hand. And your yad is kind of for you. Taisa says, what's the Kiddush? Taisa says, even if you didn't keep it in your hand for even in any amount of time. Smashman, even if you didn't make, have kavana to make a kinyan on it. Your hand works like a chatzar. A chatzar can make a kinyan on it without any kavana whatsoever. So if it's actually in your hand, then there's no question it's Gezel Gomer, it's yours Daraisa. If it never hits your hand, you just knock it down. Uh, like we said, when, when the Ani's getting it for Eulis or something like that, then it would only be Gezel Midrabona. If Kahanavi Kehozel Hutzel, he was going to a place called Hutzel. He saw a person that was throwing sticks Onto a seemingly uh, some sort of hefker tree to knock down the fruits. Okay, so konatrin tamri and it was causing tomorrow dates to fall off. Azo kamin kaviyachol. So Rav Kana went and took some. Seemingly, Tyson explains he was not holding it even a darkish shalom because the only time we had darkish shalom, Tyson explains, is in the previous Gemara. In the previous case of the Mishnah, when it was a case of an honey trying to get some of the 
uh, some of the matnes aniyim, leket, shicha, peya, peret, oilus, things like that. That's where we made a guess. Algam devarim, but stand by hefker, lavzafka. Do we make such a takana? So in this case, the assumption was, according to some of Rishonim, that that it was not a guess, It was not even his mepnei darkeshon. Taisa says also. Maybe in this case, the person wasn't trying to get the fruit at all. Rav Kahana thought, Rav Kahana thought he was just trying to knock down the branches. Either way, Rav Kahana went and took the fruits. So, so the person who was knocking down the fruit said, Did you notice that when I took them off the tree, I didn't throw them right down or just hit them with a stick. I actually touched them or picked them with my hand. or I hit, They were in my hand for some amount of time. And therefore, like we said in the previous Gemara, it's mine. So you're not allowed to take them. You must be from the town of Ravoshiato. And Ravoshi was makbid in his shiurim to tell people how to make proper kinyonim. And therefore, you know how to make a proper kinyon. They said, if Kahana said about Ravoshiato, that he's a tremendous tamachacham, that he knows to teach people these halachas. We said another halacha we said in the Mishnah was the last one. If you have goyim, Coming to collect you don't protest. That when you're giving stoka and a goy comes to get stoka, you give him as well. And when you go to do bikkur in the hospital, you can visit a goy as well. It's a good thing. It's not a good thing with Takesh Shalom. And Kaivir may say Nochem im may say Yisrael. Rashi makes clear over here on this point. doesn't mean you bury a guy in a Jewish cemetery. Chas Shalom. What it means is if you're burying a Jew and there's a guy, they find two bodies. One's Jewish, one's a guy. When you're burying the Jewish one, you bury the Goyish one also if they Takesh Shalom. It's Mashmah from Rashi clearly. In all three of these cases, it's not that you do it for the guy. If you're doing it for Yisrael and a guy comes along also, then you do it for the guy as well. But to just go ahead and do it for a guy alone, to bury a guy alone, to give it stock for a guy alone, or to be a by a guy, it's from Rashi not. It's only with the Yisrael if you're going already, and it's going to look bad if you don't do it for the Yisrael as well. That's when that you do it with Dark Shola. Next Mishnah. The Mishnah says, You can have two neighbors, and one is a Shemr Terah Mitzvah, and the other one is not such a Shemr Terah Mitzvah yet. And therefore, the, one of them who's not Shemr Terah Mitzvah yet is Choshed Al-Shriyas, the Choshed that they're eating fruits and stuff in their house that does not have a proper Din Shemitah. And therefore, they, normally there would be a Halacha of Lif Neiver, like Shemitah Mitzvah. You're not allowed to help a Yid, be over and over in this case. But says the Mishnah, you're allowed to lend, to lend them a pot, napra, kavar, a chayim, a tanur, different kalim they use in the kitchen, sifters and grinders, and an oven. But you're not, the woman is not allowed to help them physically do the work. You're not allowed to help them grind or help them sift. You want to give them kalim? We allow you to do that. We'll see in the Gemara the whole details. We allow you to do that, but we do not allow you to work directly with them. That would be also in this case. We're talking about, Taisa says, a situation where we know that the stuff that she has in the house, all she has in the house is Shemitah stuff. And therefore, there would not be lift either if you did it with her directly. If the Dark Shalom, we allow you to lend her pots, but not exactly to do the work. Another case similar to this is Aisha's Chavar. Now here we're talking about people who are Shemitah and Mitzvahs, but not everybody does Hilchus Chumas and properly. So a Chavar is someone who does Chumas and properly. So Aisha's Chavar, she's the wife of a Chavar, means she's keeping Halacha properly. Mishal says, Over here, when you have an issue of helping them cook and bake things which are not Trumas and Maish was taken off properly, so it's Tevel, and they can be Nichshal and Tevel. Here the Mishnah says different. Here the Mishnah says, you can lend her Napar Vikavar, you can lend her these, these uh, sifters, and Taisa says it means as well the Tanor, and it means as well to help her, the, the grinder. 
And here it though says, Here you could actually help her do the sifting, even though these fruits are not Nebuchadnezzar's. Aval, when she puts water into it, then you're not allowed to help her. Because, as we'll see in the Gemara more details, once you put the water into it, then already it becomes, uh, we're talking about flour type of things, so once you put water into it, it becomes dough. Dough is chayev in chala, and here you have an issue now of being metame the chala. And that would be more of an isra daraisa, we'll see in the more of the details of it. So, but you are allowed, not just to lend the kalim, but to actually help do the work, as long as there's no water in it. And the Mishnah says, once there's water in it, now, we don't want you helping someone who's doing Avera. Again, it's not 100% uh, in this case. Like we said, it's the favor, you're not allowed to do that. That which we said, you're even allowed to lend the Kalim, is only the Dakashom. Really, you should not lend the Kalim either. Another halacha, you're allowed to help Goyim on Shemitah, we'll see in the more what we're talking about, but a Yisrael is doing halacha on Shemitah, of course not. If you have a Goy, you're allowed to say Shalom Aleichem, even though Shalom Aleichem is Shem Hashem, you're allowed to, but if they Shalom, again, we'll see in the details in the Gemara. Both halachas we said, you're allowed to lend Kalim, but in the first case, over there we said you're not allowed to help do the work. But in the case with someone's Chashid al Maiser, we said you are allowed to help do the work. What's the difference? Says the Gemara, Amar Abayas, Abayas says, Roiv Amar, it's master name. Abayas says, when it comes to people, Chashid al Shviyas, we're Chashish Mamash de Chashid al Shviyas, and it's a big problem, therefore you're not allowed to do any work with them. Amaratzim, we don't really know who keeps Hilchas, Chumas, or Maisers or not, and the truth is, says Abayas, Roiv do keep Chumas, or Maisers. And since Roiv do, really, Al Piyalachi, you're allowed to not only give them the kalim, you're even allowed to help them do the work because it's not a chashash because of dark we let you do it because Rav do it properly anyways. Rav Amar says, Rav says, no. Rav says that Rashi explains, Rav holds that Rav Amarats are not master and therefore Taka would be usher. So what's the issue? Hacha b'amaretz, the Reb Meir. Over here, we're not talking about an Amaretz, Amaretz who doesn't keep true surmises. If it's talking about an Amaretz who does not keep true surmises, then it would be like Dine Shemitah, you're not allowed to help them do the work. You can lend them the kalim, but you cannot do the work. Over here, we're talking about a different type of amaretz. There's different definitions of what's an amaretz. We're not talking about an amaretz who doesn't do chumas or mises. He does do chumas or mises. What he doesn't do is like Rev Meir, that it's the amaretz the Meir who says, We're talking about an amaretz or Meir who says that someone who's not makbid on tuma v'tayra by chulin, is considered Amaris. Now that is definitely not a din deraisa. That is only a din derabonon. This Sanya, the price says, Ezu Amaris, who's an Amaris according to a mayor called Sheino Eichel School of Betaira. That's already a Chumrah. And fine. So when the Mishnah says Amaris, it says, since it's someone who's only Makhbad and who's not Makhbad and Dinah by Chulin, then already said, that's not such a good thing, but you're allowed to help them grind and stuff because there's no issue. It's not, it's not the end of the world by Chulin. So we're going in our Mishnah in the Shita of Vermeer's definition of Amart. Wait a second. It says in the Sefer of the Bride, but once you put water in it, you're not allowed to touch it. And our assumption is now, not like I said in the Gemara, in Rashi, in the Mishnah, now we think that the issue of the water is now becomes Mukhshalim Kabal so if that's the case, Michal the Mashma that in the Reisha, we're not being worried about When it's dry, there's no Tumah Vatira issue. It was never Mukhshir, the Makabal Things don't become Tame, possibility of becoming Tame, unless they became wet first. So if they're t- not talking about things that were Mukhshir, the then what's the issue of a mayor, Tumah Vatira by an Amaritz? There's no Tumah Vatira, it's dry. Says the Gemara, Reisha Vesefa, Mabatumah Vatira. No. 
You're right. Both the Rish and the Sefer are talking about where it was already Mukhshulam Akabal Tumah, and in terms of Tumah Vitaya, we do have to be Chayshish, and therefore says our mayor that you do have an issue, but we let you go ahead and do it since it's only a Chumr Dirabana. So what's the issue when you put water in in the Sefer that there we don't let you do it? The Rish is talking about wheat. Wheat became wet. Okay, it's Mukhshulam Akabal Tumah, and then we could discuss whether you're allowed to help them or not. We say you could. The safe is talking about where it's already flour. When you put water into it, now it becomes dough. Dough already, you have an issue now that if you metame the dough, which is going to be used for challah, making, make, taking off challah to give to the coin, that's when Nisa Daraisa to make such a thing, Tameh. And that's why once you put water into it, it's not because it's Mukhshama Kabatuma, it's because now it's Roy for challah. And once it's Roy for challah, then you're going to be in real trouble if you help them out. And therefore, over there, you're not allowed to do it, you're not allowed to help them at all. It says, Aminu. We have a kasha on this from the Braisa. The Braisa says, if you already have uh, wheat that was already had trumas and is taken off, and you want to grind it, and you can give it to someone who's uh, someone who's not but it's your stuff that was you want to leave it by him to watch, you could. And someone who's watching the Paris Batuma, you could give it to him, you're not worried that he's going to touch it, you're not worried that he's going to swap it with some of his food that's bis. But the Bryce says, You're not allowed to grind stuff for and someone who eats the Perisayan Batuma because you're being Messiah to them to eat Perisayan Batuma. So you see, in the Chari, we're talking over here of Chulin Betaira, and you see that Rava's, that, that, that this is an issue. This would taka be also, you're not allowed to help them at all. According to Rava, we said that according to our mayor, when it's an issue of chulin b'tayra, we're not makbid, and we say you're allowed to help them. And here with this price, we say lechayr chulin b'tayra, you're not allowed to help them because your chayish is still doing it b'tumah. So Rabbiya, so came along and said pshat hasam b'koyin a chosher lechal truma b'tumah skinon. The havel etumah deraisa. Over here, we're not talking about truma derabanon by chulin. We're talking about truma deraisa by truma, and therefore you now, if you have a koyin who gets truma. And where Chayshish is eating his truma bituma, and now you want to go help him grind. That's not to do because now we're dealing with the dindaraisa. By dindaraisa, you can lend him kalim, but you can't go and do the work with him. So miyachi, if that's the case, we're talking about truma daraisa. Miyachi mafkidin, are you? If and he's chashed on truma, so are you allowed to give such a person your crops to watch for you, and you're not chayshish? If you have Yisrael Hamaretz, who's afraid of Truma? Yisraelim are known to be afraid of Truma. Nobody wants to get near Truma. If you eat it, you be chayev misa, etc. You don't have a tummy. So in Hamaretz, Yisrael, you can give him your stuff if you're a kain to watch because you're not afraid he's going to touch it. But a kain who's used to eating Truma, if he's in Hamaretz and he's not makbun on Truma Vitaire properly, you're not allowed to give him your stuff to watch because he's not afraid of Truma and he might come to touch it, he might come to swap it. So if the pre- Previous price was talking about truma. How could it say that you're allowed to be mafkid by a kain amaretz? Amar bilo hacha b'klicheres hamukaf tzot mil upsil enechanami to give him regular truma. You're not allowed to. You might touch it. Might be tami. Who knows what'll do? But you could give it to him sealed in a ba- in a bottle. If it's sealed in a bottle, in which case he'd have to open the bottle, but and you'd know, or or we don't think he's going to be tired to do it. Touching the bottle itself is not going to make a difference. That's when it's mutter. That's when our Bryce has said that you can give it to him is talking about even if it's Truma by a Kayin Amaretz if it's in a sealed bottle. But if not, then a Chami would be also. Sealed bottle helps with Tuma Maga. But if his wife is a Tumas Nida, then we can have Tumas Masa. 
And even if she carries it without actually touching it, even if it's sealed in a bottle, it would still become tummy. So that doesn't help us. So it should still be Osir, because if he's not Makhbid, his wife's not Makhbid. Elamar of Yirmiya. Yirmiya said, Depends where the Paris Mukshal on Kabbal Tumah. And Chami were afraid the coin's going to touch it, because he's not Makhbid in the Tumah Batar. But if the Paris were dry, and never wet in the first place, then it never was over bechiyutan. It never got wet to be muchsher lemakabel tumah. And if it's never wet, and then it can never become tummy, then I can give it to the coin. He's not worried he's going to make it wet. Why would he do that? He's just going to watch it. So the worst case is he'll touch it. If it was never muchsher lemakabel tumah, you don't have to worry about it. Then for Aminu, we have another Bryce. So the Bryce that says, In those days, you did not have a grindstone at home. You had a central mill, and the mill you brought him your grain, and they ground it for you. Now, you bring your grain to the mill, you don't use it, do it, you give it to the miller, and then he grinds it for you. So, if he's a kusi or an amaretz who doesn't keep to him properly, so we're not worried that the kusi or the amaretz swapped it out. In other words, when you give him a bag of of uh, grain, how do you know what the flour he gives you back was from that grain? He has tons of stuff coming in and out. Maybe he's not mocked, but no. We assume that he took your bag, ground your bag up, and gave you back the flour from your bag. You don't have to worry that something happened to it. Of So, in terms of Dine Trumas and Maisers or Shemitah, you don't have to worry about it. But when it comes to Dine Tumah, maybe the Amaretz touched it and it was Matamir's stuff. So you see that we are afraid Amaretz touched and it was Matamir's stuff. Says the Gemara, what's the Kasha? So we already said, if you give him stuff that was that was ready wet, you're going to be in trouble because maybe he touched it. Obviously, this Bryce who said you could give it, the Bryce who said, not talking about where it was Mukhshur. So if it was Mukhshur, it's Asr, and not Asr, but you have to be Cheshish that it was Tameh when you get it back. And if it was not Mukhshur, it's not. So the Karla, why did you even ask this Kasha? The answer is obvious. The truth is, the reason we asked this kasha, even though we knew the answer, is because we wanted to bring this price for another issue. Because besides the issue of when you give it to someone, are we afraid he's going to touch it? There's another issue of, are we afraid he's going to swap it out? And that brings us to another price on a stira. Because the price that says, we said, right? So for Tumah, we said, if it's Moksha, we had to touch it. If it's not, we don't have to worry about it. For Meisra and Shemitah, the issue is not a question of touching, it's a question of, did he give you back that which you gave him? So it's Mashra over here, we're not worried about it. Whatever you gave him, we assume he gave it back to you. Did he touch it or not? Debatable, and it depends whether it's Moksha, whether we have to worry about it. But it is your flower from your wheat. Says the Mara, well, the for the Hashina. From Minu, we have another Braisa. The Braisa says, in the if someone gives his wheat or flour to his mother-in-law to bake something, Okay, and she's in Amaretz. So, Maiser Eshu and Eshu Maitelimeno. So, you got to make sure you take off Trumas Maiser before you give her the flour, because she's not going to take it off on her own. Then you'd be machshal her and eating Tevo. And even if you took it off before you gave it to her, what you get back from her, if she gives you back a cake, you have to take Trumas Maiser off again. Because we're afraid that she will, if something went wrong with it, let's say it got burned, she'll just, normally she might, she'll use your flour. Why not? But if the cake gets burned, she's just going to take her own flour and bake you another cake. So you see that where Chayshe, she's going to flip it and use other stuff. So why over here, when you give it to the mill, don't we be worried that maybe he messed it up and he's going to give you other flour that was not have Trumas or Maisos or has Dine Shemitah on it? 
So Mahasam could take tiny time. That's the whole point. She wants to make sure that it doesn't affect the relationship. If she burned the cake, she's not going to come back to you and say, sorry, I burned the cake, give you more flour, because that will ruin, look bad for her daughter and will ruin her relationship with the son-in-law. Rather, she'll take her own flour. But by a miller, if something messed up, he'll just come to you and say, sorry, I messed up. He has no interest, no vested monetary interest in being nice to you. Say, it messed up, it got ruined, whatever it is. But over here, she, we're afraid she's trying to look out and and she might swap it for ulterior motives. Similarly, are we not afraid that Stama person would do it? And he used to go to a hotel. You stop over at the hotel, motel, you bring your own flour, and you give it to the lady, and she goes in and bakes it for you and brings you back a cake or a, or a bread. So, over there we have the same issue. Now, really, you don't have to be nice when you give it to her. She's not going to eat it. But again, we're afraid she might swap it. And therefore, but you make sure you take her Chumas and before you give her the flour that you brought. And when she gives you back the cake or the bread, you take off Chumas and again because we're afraid she swapped it out. Oh, no. So you see that regular person over here, she has no reason to help you, Lechaira. Why would she swap it? So you see that we are Chayshish. People are going to swap it. It's a awesome. Moraya, she's uh, she's going to make like a she's going to make a hayras mitzvah. Rashi says hayras shaw, and she's going to say for Amar Barbarav lechol chamima vanai echol karira. She says I want to make sure that this tamachacham who stayed in my hotel gets proper hot food, and therefore I'm willing to eat the cold food. So if I burn his food or I make something wrong with his food, I'll give him my better food. Oh. So a regular person in a would not swap it over here. She she's interested in taking care of the tamachachim, even though she's an amaritz. She wants to take care of the bacher, the yeshiva bacher, the the, the avrech who came to the hotel, and she'll give him the better food. And therefore, we're afraid she might swap it out for something that did not have proper trumas or meisers taken off. Are we not afraid stama person swaps? So you have an ashes chaver who keeps trumas or meisers halachas. So they want to work. She wants to make challah or cake with her. Friend who's an Amaris, they can do it together. Brisman she If she is Tome, now in those days it was tricky. If a woman's Tome, Nida, so she has to be careful that when she's baking bread or doing anything there, obviously they use stone kalim, which are not makabal tuma, and you don't want to touch anything that was muksher, you obviously have to avoid it. So when she's Tome and she's very careful, uh, and she's careful not to touch anything, and therefore we're not afraid she's going to eat, because she knows anything she touches is going to become tummy. So she's definitely not touching anything. She can work with the Amaretz, even if the Amaretz messes something up, we're not afraid. You know, you're working with someone who eats treif, basically. You're not going to touch it. If she's tired, afraid she might eat something because she's used to touching, then she might eat with something that the Asia Amaretz brought, which doesn't have trumas or mice, take it off properly, and she'll come and eat it. And even when she's tummy, she should not. Even if she's not used to eating, but her friend will give her stuff. Now, what right does this friend have to give? In those days, they were very makbid, assumingly, that all the food in the house belonged to the husband. The wife has no right and halakhic right or ability, morally, to give anything away to anybody. So we're saying over here that Eishas Amaretz is going to give food to the Eishas Chavar, and therefore she shouldn't bake with her because she might give her food. What right does she have to give her food? Elamai, you see, she steals. If she steals from her husband, so she'll swap out. She doesn't care which is. As long as you gave her flour, she'll give you back a cake. doesn't make it if it's the same flour or not flour. So once we're Chayshish, that she steals, we should also be Chayshish, she's going to swap. It says, We're not afraid she's going to swap. I'm evasive. No, Hasam Nami. It's a special Alacha Maria Vamer. She's Maria Hetter to herself. Tura Midad Sheikachel, an animal that we know is Lasachim Shabadisha. It's Alacha that you're not going to muzzle an animal 
when it's working in the fields. Therefore, she says to herself, I'm working in the kitchen, I'm allowed to eat from this food. If I'm allowed to eat from this food, so I'm allowed to give it to somebody else also. It's all ke'ilu my food. This my husband lets. But to go ahead and swap and steal stam, that she would not do. And therefore, the mother's coming out at this stage, Lamaisa, unless you have a specific reason, like by the by the Pundikis, or by the Chamaisa, by the mother-in-law, we have no chashash when you give send tamarits. Again, Chumas and Maisas, we're not afraid they're going to swap. Tumah Batayra, it depends if it's Mukshalim and it would be an issue. Maybe she touched it. But if it's not Mukshalim and then we have no issue. We're not afraid they're Matamiyah. We're not afraid they swapped it, unless there's an ulterior motive. Adkan.